Well, that was fun. Makes a change. Yeah. Hey, look, regardless of what happens, beat the Rams, beat the Falcons. That's all I care about. Well, as long as they're fun games, I, I think that's, you know, yeah, you want to win more than you lose, but that was fun today. It was fun, and also, like, I like beating the teams that I hate. So I hate, obviously, the Falcons. I hate the Rams. There was a lot of Rams hatred in my blood because they were in our division for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's historic, isn't it? It's not just yes. because of what happened in 2018. Right. Obviously, 2018, but obviously, I'd much rather win that game than win this game. But just I, there's a lot of hatred for the Rams. I've I've always hated the Rams. Like, Rams, 49ers. Falcons, they were in our division for a long time. So those are my yeah. those are my hatred teams. This was and, nice. And do you know what? At no point did I think we were gonna lose today. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Two Point Conversion Instant Reaction Show following tonight's fun victory over the whatever city they play in now, Rams. I'm James, and I'm your host, and joining me this week is Jason, Wesley, Ben, and Scott. How you all doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. When it helps. Pretty good. So Winning winning helps a lot. It, Especially it against a team that, that, that you dislike. I hate the Rams. It does. So the last time we won a game... We all got giddy. Will that be the same today, I wonder? The banged up offensive line did Yeah. The banged up offensive line did an okay job and Caesar Ruiz continues to build on his Hall of Fame resume. Cade Nellis is a dog. Chris Alavi is for real. And finally, the only reason we won was because Drew was in the dome. That's how it works, isn't it? Well that's what people on Twitter say. Of course. Who wants to start us off today? The floor is yours. <laughs> I mean it's amazing how you can win a game like when you only have one penalty and you don't turn the ball over like it's amazing how that formula seems to work mm-hmm. as far as winning goes we actually and had two penalties but two one was on purpose we we took it on purpose because we wanted the punt to be longer at the end oh, okay so two but i mean it's just amazing what you can do when that happens and you know offensive line really played well today i mean they were pushing the rams around we ran the ball very well um I mean, Taysom, Taysom was getting some well, yardage. I mean, well, look, well, I, I don't think we ran the ball well today. I don't we think we not. ran the ball well, but look, the biggest thing today was we incorporated Taysom in game plan. It's something we've been talking about for a long time. Look, even if he doesn't run the ball all the time, like Taysom threw a few passes today and threw it well. Like, just get him, get him involved with all the injuries that we have. Yeah. We have playmakers. Get them involved, whoever they are. Do a game plan and get the guys involved. And Taysom was involved, and that was the difference in the game. I think you guys well, missed the, the, missed the, the main thing, though. The reason we won this game is because we have the best tight end in the NFL now, called Jawan Johnson. Mm. He is definitely <laughs> better than Kyle Pitts. 
he's <laughs> developing so well. Like honestly, this if, if you're gonna him and Ellis, if you're gonna do a soft reset, those guys are definitely the future. He he, he played great, man. He he played he, really well. He's he's oh. doing okay. Let's not oh. get too carried away. Oh hey, look, we just won the game. We should get carried away. No 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 no. I'm I'm I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> but but you know, I it. That's a little bit a, a touch yeah. too far. For my is it? Life. How many? How many? He's got four, five touchdowns this year for a tight he's, end. He's, like, he's doing really well. Uh, five Let's in the last five like games. Five yeah, him, five, and, like, him and Jason lead the team in touchdowns. They do. So, so I'll I'll take a different approach and like winning cures everything. Like, Except and I know what you're now, saying, no, Jason. J- Jason, the, the, this didn't look like a quote-unquote game plan. Like, in the past, when we've used Taysom, there looked like there was a plan of, okay, get it to this kind of down and distance, let's get him in there, and then use it this many times to get, then maybe throw it to, to get it running for a first down, and then maybe at some point, throw a ball. This looked like somebody who was should be on medication was deciding who was playing quarterback. Our second series, we flipped them every play. We, with, we were a true two-QB no, team. With no rhyme or reason, we we went with Taysom on first and ten, and then with Andy Dalton on second and a half yard and third and a half yard. And and there's, I agree with you about that. There needs to be, whether it's Jameis or Andy, there needs to be a game plan that incorporates Taysom in a you know a high snaps per game type of at quarterback. It this was infuriating. Because it, I mean, again, it worked. We won a game. I don't think at all we won a game because of a chaotic, ridiculous, like, times that we decided to use certain packages with quarterbacks. It was probably because Drew was on the sideline and Drew's like, hey, <laughs> y'all should do this. And we did it. And, and that's the thing. Like, we may have had one game plan. Drew's on the sideline. He's like, hey, Drew, what do you think? Oh, you should do this. And we may, and maybe we did it. It's weird, but we, look, we, we've been talking about at least using, trying to use Taysom more, and they did that. Now again, like you said, it was a weird, it was a weird combo of who was in, who was out on certain downs and situations. It was very weird. But again, look, we've been been accustomed to. Dennis Allen doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. It's it's chaotic. We look, we won the game today. Great. I definitely want to beat the Rams. I definitely want to win the game today. But yeah, it, it definitely still shows that. We don't really know what we're we're just fly, we're we're flying by the seat of our pants. And well, and I are, love but... you look. Well, you look at the end of it, and Dalton has incredible stats: twenty-one of twenty-five for three touchdowns <laughs> a and a one forty-nine point six. It was against everything Having, that you said the last three weeks. It was against everything I, you said the last three weeks. I will I will say that it's got to be the ugliest one forty-nine point six game that a quarterback's ever had. So one, the first, his three sacks were all incredibly awful. All three of them were like, look like the kind of sacks that make you lose a game because they're in a portion of the game where you definitely need to get the first down and, or need to get a touchdown. And he's taking, and again, it's three sacks for 32 yards. He's taking big sacks. But at the end um, of the day, and then, and we will also, still win the game. I, I'm, I think that there was some great um, route running today. Um, and probably some scheming as far as the routes that we ran, because I will say that it seemed like of his 21 passes, 
all 21 of them, it seemed like the receiver was wide open. I'm not sure if we saw what, you know, quote unquote contested catch today or somebody like really fighting for a ball. And if, if we can do this and he can hit wide open people, that's fine. It's but what's been the problem is him having any type of accuracy when somebody has a defender close to him. Um, this game, I, I, and I'm not sure if the Rams aren't just terrible because they all are. of our receivers, our receivers looked open on all 21 passes. You know, one of those sacks um, and, and kind of going with the wide open thing, and James and I mentioned it on the chat, was uh, that reverse. On the end of the worst play call did, in the history yeah, of football. And they passed it and they flipped it to Andy Dalton. Uh, Alvin Kamara was so wide open on that play. Wide open. If he oh, Dalton wasn't even looked. looking at him. Dal- Dalton was looking. Oh, he was looking the other way. way. He was looking yeah. the complete yeah. opposite way. I, yeah. I don't know if you could see in the stadium how wide open no, not Kamara at all. was. I mean, he no, was... They, just, they kept showing the replay, and the replay was showing Dalton just looking the other yeah. way. They never showed Kamara. It's so AK wide was, open. AK had 25 yards of separation from the nearest well, defender. You, you would think if you're running that play, like when I kept saw on the replay, of the, I'm like, you would think that play is designed to get Kamara open. Yeah, and I have no idea why Dalton didn't look over there, especially on the back side of it, because that's where nobody's looking. I mean, it would just make sense. The that whole that's... defense had bitten on the um, the first handoff. Yeah, wide yeah. open. Yep, wide open. But hey, like Jason said, we won the game. If you would have told yep. me we're coming out of this game with three sacks, though, I'd have told you you're insane, because this this should have been, and the way it started. With the way the pressure was from uh, num- whoever 90, number ninety four was, but um, along with with Donald, like we were, uh, were we triple teaming Donald? <laughs> I couldn't tell from in the stands. I, 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 I would hope we were quite I, triple teaming. Ninety one and ninety four were were getting getting back there a lot at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is this is how this is going to go. So only three sacks is fantastic for what I pictured when we have three guys that shouldn't play football playing football. <laughs> on our offensive line altogether. Yeah. And did you know what the, the two starters on the offensive line, Ramchek and Ruiz, both had pretty good games. I mean, Ramchek got beaten for one sack, I think. Uh, he was beaten for one of the sacks. But, you know, again, it's another week where Cesar Ruiz is not giving up pressures. In the run game, he's blasting people out of the way. Um, and I, th- I think this has got to make the biggest turnaround of, of, of a player for the Saints for a good few years from where he was at the start of the season and our expectations for him to probably be in, as it stands right now, the linchpin of the offensive line. It, it is definitely one of the best things that we can actually take from this season going into next season, considering how bad this season is going to be. If there is a positive, it's the fact that Ruiz looks competent now. And at the beginning of the season, we were all like, that's, that's, it's doubtful. It's so doubtful that he was going to work out. And now it looks like he's figured it out. And so there, at, le- at least there's that. Look, there's a lot of negatives around the team. At least there's that positive. Yeah, there is. So Caden Ellis then, he was pretty good today. Yeah. I mean, this is a couple. This is, well, this is two weeks in a row where he is just. It if, looks if like I, preseason Caden Ellis that we never thought we would see in an NFL game. Yeah, if I remember rightly, when, when he when he when he first signed for the Saints, when he got drafted, like there was a lot of hype around his rookie his rookie camp, and then he got in, he got hurt, and then we never really saw anything since. 
And well, he got hurt every preseason. But yeah, that yeah. first one, that first one, that's, a lot of people are like, a oh, this guy is going to be, yeah, gonna be a linebacker. Was, yeah. And everybody's like, you're an idiot. He's a UDFA. He's not going to be a great linebacker. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I think he had 11, 11 tackles today, 1.5 sacks, a couple of past, def- past defenses. Uh, that's what you want, isn't it, from uh, from, from well, one of your linebackers? Also difference, and Jason will attest to this, like at least in the Dome, you know, Last year, Quan Alexander and CJ GJ were your just your energy guys between plays, and then definitely after making a play, like letting you know that they made a play and like getting the whole everybody around them. Caden Ellis is that energy guy on the field, and like he he definitely celebrates his wins and is a uh, and it, I mean, gets everybody going. And you can see the way the defense kind of rallies around him. I think they like seeing a guy that was buried on our bench, um, making some big plays and making them consistently. Yeah, Almost he had was, a pick as well. Almost had yeah, a pick like, as well. Yeah, he was, oh, yeah. He, he, was, he was definitely big today and definitely big getting the crowd in because, look, the crowd that was there was loud when we needed to be loud. I'll, I'll, I'll give us that. No, it was. It, were, it, 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 the first quarter scared me. I was like, we don't have anything today. I mean, it got there, going a little bit. Yeah, it, it definitely got going. Look, there were a lot of empty <laughs> seats, but the, the people that were there cheered a lot, especially for, for him, for Ellis, so. You know, um, so we're on defense now. There's – y'all might have seen this we're looking from home, see more replays and all, but it seems like Taylor and Adebo probably both had a pretty good day because you really only saw them when they were tackling somebody or breaking up a pass. I, I don't know if I saw them, like, giving up much. Like, Chris Harris gave up a little bit. And, again, Chris Harris well, has been sitting at home Chris, for a while. Yeah. Look, he Chris, also made some – he made some plays. He's 50-50. He's either making a big play or he's uh, – Getting giving up one, but I, I it looked like Taylor and Adipo. Do they have any problems today? If if you, I don't know if you'll watch back the 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 I game will. at all. Listen listen to the commentary. Vilma was so Vilma was on commentary today, and he was raving about Alonte Taylor. He really likes um, Alonte Taylor. Didn't really see much of Adipo because I'm not too sure Stafford went his way very often. No, he just but... he made a couple tackles in the run game. Which was yeah. a problem two weeks ago for him. Yeah, the one he yeah. did on the jet sweep to stop th- uh, third and one. Yes, in the first. Uh, that was in the first quarter. That, that really, I think he had, set, I think he had, really two, I think he had two big ones in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. That, that really set the tone though, because you, you could see that in yeah. previous weeks. That would they just like broken. abandoned the jet sweep after that, he made those two. Tackles. That would have just would have just been a broken tackle, and and you know yeah. we'd have been oh, sitting yeah. here moaning about there's, it. But no, there's there's one very very good pass breakup by Taylor. Um, yes. Uh, on third down when they were pinned in their own end zone that made them punt the ball away. I think in the second quarter where the, where the receiver caught it and he just went in and punched it out. Um, but yeah, Vil- Vilma was raving about Alonte Taylor today. What a, what quarter was it that Turner went out? Was that middle second? Or was third, it third? I think, wasn't it? Third, it was third. 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 Well, if you, you told me there was a game where we, we don't have Davenport or Cam and our three defensive ends are Granderson, Tano Passigno and Turner and Turner's going to miss half the game. I I tell you, I think that's going to be pretty big problem. Um, now I will say, first of all, our defensive line gets an amazing position to make tackles in the backfield or sacks and just does not ever finish them. It's, so we do. it's getting, this game was super frustrating. And again, I can't tell from in the stands if, if it's just the, Oh, tack touched their shoulder and would have never been a tackle or, was it an arm tackle that they just were lazy on? It looked like there was about five or six that should have been a three to five yard loss. 
and we missed them and gave up. Probably not runs. a good idea that we have a good defensive coordinators, but also <laughs> I thought I thought Granderson play, like Granderson had a pretty good game. He, he had some good sacks, especially like like we didn't get a lot of sacks early, but like at the end, towards the end when we were up, you know, ten is like we got to try to keep him keep him down. Granderson made a couple of really good plays, had a good sack in the back half of the game. I thought mm-hmm. it, you know, like when, when it really mattered, he came up and made the play, especially when, when Turner was out at that point. But So there's a, there's, there's a couple of stats that they announced on the TV today that, that I didn't know. Who, right, so who leads the team in sacks? Demario Davis. Demario Davis. Yep. He's, wow. he's got seven sacks, so he yeah. leads the team. Eight, seven? Oh, yeah, seven and a half. No, he's, he's, yeah, 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 seven and a half. And the Saints, since week three, have got the most sacks in the league. How with with how's it with Davenport getting nothing? How's that even possible? I, I, I that was a stat that surprised me. But since week three, the Saints have got thirty-one sacks, which is the most in the league. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did not expect that at all. I, I would have been flabbergasted. But De, Demario's never had more than five sacks in a in a season before, and he's Until already now. on seven. Mm, wow, interesting. So, very you know the um, but I think I think you're right with with Cam and Davenport missing and Peyton Turner going down. It's a shame because Peyton Turner made a really good play on the play that he got injured on. But I looking at what happened to him and you see the replay. I don't think we'll see Ouch. him again this year. I haven't I haven't seen a replay. What? Come on, our doctors are, are good, definitely no, no, going to no. diagnose it correctly. I, I, Come on, so, our so doctors how, are going to say the so, right thing. So, so Ben, you, you've seen it. So he yeah. was just getting up. So he's lean. He's on that. He's ankle, about to get up and celebrate. You can see him in his two face. Two players just land on his ankle, and you oh, see his foot yeah. collapse underneath him. It's not good. Yeah. <sighs> I I'm definitely <laughs> blaming it on our shitty doctors. Even though it's not to blame on our <laughs> shitty doctors, I'm going to blame it on our shitty doctors. Hi, everybody. I'm blaming it on him. Yeah. And no. the good, you know, Ellis, um, Deuce was saying on the radio, the reason why Ellis was in a lot more was because Turner was hurt. So it's at least good to see him kind of step up in that role. Well, I, mean, I thought you might have seen Zach Bond rushing the party. We didn't see that at all. But so it's also like Caden Ellis, like, like he's a free that agent. Caden Ellis is a free agent after the season. So he is restricted. He, he, he might make himself restricted, a little bit restricted free agent. Okay, still interesting. But he's he's playing himself into a nice little contract anyway. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. he is. I'm all for it. Keep him around. I'm all for it. Same, same as the best tight end in the NFL, Juwan Johnson, too. He's playing himself into a really oh, nice yes. contract. Oh, yes. Better than carpets. And, yep. And, and look, dude, uh, fucking like, I know we... We all lament it. We traded away a first round pick. It sucks. Traded away, but man, Olave. Olave's Olave is Olave is so fucking good. Like I, I hate trading away the pick, but Olave is so goddamn good. So good. And it gives you it gives you wiggle room with Michael Thomas, I think, too. Having somebody there who could probably step into that role and do well with it. Especially with look, um, I mean, look, Jarvis, Jarvis had a nice game today. Jarvis had a really good game today. It was nice to 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 the, the catches that we needed him to make, and he was he was you know he's 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 uh, when he plays when he's healthy, you can count on him. And they they said it was his first touchdown. I'm thinking he definitely scored a touchdown in London, but he didn't. It was a two point conversion. Point conversion, yeah. Like the show, the two point conversion. It was nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, Alave is the real deal. And, yeah, he's you know he's so good. I, it, there's there's a couple of murmurings doing the rounds on Twitter now that our other first round pick might be available. Um, 
sooner rather than later. Um, you know, I think we said this last week, getting Penning back in the in the lineup is probably one of the most intriguing things that we've got left this season. You know, I'm trying not to get too carried away after winning today because next week's game is going to be uh, a, a tough one on the on the West Coast in uh, in San Francisco. San Francisco, but, yeah, yeah, it's going to be dicey. But it's, look, um, look, I'm not I'm not expecting anything this season. But you can kind of look at it as like, hey, look, maybe look, yeah, we don't have a first round pick next year. Trevor Penning is our first round pick next year. We're still not going to have a quarterback. That's still going to be a decision we're going to have to make. But I don't want to. I definitely don't want to make crazy trades to try to do some bullshit this off season. And let, let's Agreed. just have our first round pick in 2024. There's going to be a bunch of quarterbacks that come well, out. We're still going to have a first round pick this year, though, aren't we? I think I think we're all pretty much certain yeah. that Peyton's going to be coaching somewhere next year. So we're going to it, get a first round especially, pick, especially when there's misinformation coming out about him doing pep talks <laughs> and pep talks in the locker. Don't don't even don't honestly don't even get me started on that. I had, so, so people, it, I had people on Twitter last night that that are convinced that that that, that Peyton was giving pep talks in. Well, so the guy despite, even the guy even tweeted that he made a mistake. Well, but well, it, it, it's, it's, it's easy for that. him. It was funny. So I heard him. So it was Peter Schrager. I heard him on yeah. Simmons's podcast. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Sean Payton was in the locker room and he gave him a peck talk and they won. Now, of course, of course, we're going to deny it. Now, I'm not saying that Payton didn't give a pep talk like he probably didn't. But it wouldn't surprise me if he did. And we're just trying to cover it up. Now, I'm not. <laughs> There's enough people that have come out and said that isn't true now for me to believe it isn't true. Look, and, pe- I'm, I'm, and people I'm, that would know the the actual answer to I that mean, question. I, I think I think it's pro- it's probably not true, and I'm going to believe that it's not true. And this guy was like, "Oh yeah, because you just you just throw shit out there. Nobody's going to deny it until you get denied, and, and he got denied. So now he's going to have to he's going to have to reverse his tracks and cover it. But even though they said he didn't do it. It would shock me if he did. I still think he didn't, but it, it would well, James, not surprise me if he did. James, is there a difference between Sean Payton might Pite. have given a pep talk or Sean Payton definitely did not give a pep talk? He's, you know, was in a different part of the building. Well, I there's mean, a there's a massive difference between the two. Okay, so it's kind of like when Matt Stafford might be out with a concussion and then Matt Stafford went to the locker room and isn't going to play again this game. Like there's a there's a difference, right? Just making sure those aren't the same thing. Yeah, so, so, the same so, thing. So when you see, no, the thing is, is when you're the second person to report that, then then Look, and then and then, it, and then it you was have literally the, it was literally a the second. Third, it was literally a second. Yeah. If you look at the timestamp, the timestamp is the exact same. It was literally a second. You report it second, and then have a go at the person who reported it third. Exactly. Bil- <laughs> what we do. Our bill. Our building here isn't also that big. Now, granted, I could look if if. Jason, 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 have you got any tinfoil in the kitchen you can put on as a hat? <sighs> Shit, I got to go find it. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the way, the way uh, I, I don't think he gave a peck talk. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think he did it. But, but the fact that the organization just let him in and the speculation was going to run rampant, especially how we were going. And, hey, we just happened to shut out a team that week. It's like, Jason, can we Peyton. talk you into editing this part out of the show? <laughs> no, I mean, you can't. Well, I'm, one, I'm, one, I'm gonna leave it. In. Well, one, you keep saying peck talk, like he's going in and kissing people on the cheek while he's talking. He might. To 
I mean, and he might. It's just weird. Our building is weird. You fucking kidding? Easter Bunny did this? All I said was Easter Bunny at the Menlo Park Mall was more convincing. He just jumped the railing and knocked me down. He's fucking dead. I'll let it go. He's under a lot of pressure. What the hell happened to him? The guy in Easter Bunny suit kicked his ass. I had it coming. Fuck all that shit. Come on, Silent Bob. What really happened? The proprietor of Fashionable Mail beat a rain check into my stomach. Shannon Hamilton? You know that guy? Yeah, I went out with him after we dated. He tried to screw me somewhere very uncomfortable once. What, like the back of a Volkswagen? Sounds like his M.O. Can you get up? Am I still glowing? Barely breathing. So was Renee involved in any of this? No, this was an independent act of aggression. He told me that his intentions were to penetrate my ex-girlfriend in the most notorious of body cavities. Sounds just like him. Oh, you better tell Renee. I'll let him do whatever the hell he wants. If she's not smart enough to see him for what he is, then she deserves the discomfort. I, on the other hand, have had just about all the discomfort I can stand for a day. We, we've heard that Pete Carmichael and most of the players didn't even know he was at the facility that day. So it doesn't mean he wasn't there. It, it doesn't. It doesn't mean he didn't give them a talk, talk or kiss them on the cheek. It doesn't mean he did either one it. of the things. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, that's not okay. part of this game, is it? Not yet, but man, it's hey, we got we got we got to win. I mean, whatever that means, I don't want to get too excited about what uh, where I got to wear my W shirt today. Can, I am happy. But and I actually got to hang out at the tailgate with Wesley today. That was fun. Oh uh, yeah, that was a good tailgate this morning. It was, it was cold. It was, uh, I got to hang out at the tailgate. It was my kids' first game at the dome, and we went two and zero this weekend with LSU and the Saints. So maybe they're the good luck charm. So if everybody wants to start. Uh, funding me to take my kids to every LSU and Saints game the rest of the season could be a national championship and a Super Bowl for both of them. Uh, we don't know unless we try. I'm willing to sacrifice the time um, and get the, to each of these games um, if everybody else wants to pay for it. Just throwing it out there. Um, the, good news is at, the, the good news is the Pelicans are going to beat the Mavs. So. <laughs> I'll be at that know. game in January. I think January 7th I'll be at that game too. Yeah. Oh, so, shit. So- so, so on 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 that on that point, then um, is that the first time that's, you said that's the first time they've been to the Superdome, yeah, to watch the Saints? Yes, the kids. So they did did they enjoy the experience? Because obviously, I know oh. I know from my first time going, it was unreal. So, yeah, I mean, and again, so it's it's kind of one of those things that it's uh, it's tough with both of the games to go in and be like, hey, this isn't the best this place can be with the excitement of the crowd and all. But it was still like, like Jason said, I was kind of worried about the first few minutes. I'm like, Ugh, this is going to be, this isn't going to be a great experience. And then what if we lose? It's even worse. But no, the, the crowd really came into it and they both enjoyed it. They were both chanting um, after the first few minutes and they figured out like when the yell moved him chains and um, yell third down and all that. Like they, uh, and then they're, they're both yelling defense and make, making noise. So it was, uh, it was a great experience. They're both, uh, they'd love to come back for any game. Good. So yeah. So listen, if any if any listeners are willing to uh, to contribute to uh, Wesley's family Saints and LSU trip fund, just hit us up on Twitter and we'll sort out details for you to for you to pass the money over. I'm like a cult. Yeah, we will end up using it for something else. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take no, it. Jason. No, we won't. Not at <laughs> you, all. You're another continent. You you can't spend these funds. You're not coming unless you come to America in January. We got to figure it out. Okay. Right. Has anybody got anything else? Any final thoughts? Scott, go on and put your hand up. Is it Saints related and is it game related? Sort of. It doesn't sound like it. Well, 
Okay. I if you mention LSU, just I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, okay. I'm not. Okay. Is there any other final thoughts already? Final no, thoughts. Oh, you, you just raised your hand. You raised oh, your I hand. I, I, I dropped off for a second and I, I didn't know if everybody had done this. I want to go last on final thoughts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll do a final thought. Um, if this is about Sean Payton being in the building, you can hang up. <laughs> no, no. Look, so this was a, th- this was a fun game in the dome. I was worried about how many, uh, how many different, what the game experience was going to be like going forward for our remaining few games. And we're talking like we have two more games. We have the Falcons and we have Panthers division games. But considering how we are as a team right now, we're not going to make the playoffs. And I texted or, you know, I'd sent the message when we, we had parked and we had walked to the dome. I was like, man, it feels kind of dead. Like it really did feel kind of dead going into into the dome. And now, granted, that was at nine o'clock. It's early, but usually there's enough people around that are tailgating and, and doing stuff. But it did feel a little dead. The win today will help. But I am curious interested to see how the Falcons game and the Panthers game. Not not so much the Falcons game, because I think there's enough hatred to the Falcons. I think that'll be a, a big game, big crowd game. But that Panthers game on January 8th, for the final week of the season, I think it's going to be pretty, pretty dead. And it's, it's interesting. Not that I'm not going to go to the games. I mean, I'm going, but it was an interesting thing to kind of see. And I was curious how that was going to play out. And look, even when we, when we were at the game, three seats to my left, four seats to my right, they were all empty tonight uh, at, at today's game. So it's good for me and Renee. It gives us plenty of space to kind of spread out. I mean, she but, doesn't have to sit next to you. Well, she still sat next to me, but we we had we had space to kind of to kind of play out. So I'm interested to see how not not as much the Falcons, but the, the Panthers game is going to be interesting. So kind of see how it plays out. And it's interesting, like it was a big thing on Twitter the the tickets to the Pelicans uh, Celtics game on Friday were more expensive. Who won that game? What happened in that game? Was it a good uh, game? Was it close? Uh, I know the, the Celtics shot lights out. It's fine. I'm not mad. Did Zion play defense? Bitch, we're one and zero. We're one and zero against you. It's tough to play defense when you sat on the bench in street. Yeah, look, look, look. The, the, oh, the Celtics, they, had, they had him taking notes from the Celtics on how to play defense. That look, makes the, sense. The, the city. Look, the, the the Celtics made ten threes in the first quarter. Ridiculous. <laughs> it just wasn't going to happen. It's fine. Not worried. We're still sitting here at nine and seven. That's fine. We're also one and zero against the Mavs. But the fact that that those tickets were more expensive than the cheapest tickets in the Saints, and I know some people yep. posted on Twitter, and then look. The Saints tickets were already sold, so it's not going to affect Gale one iota this season. Maybe next season there might be an issue, but it, it it was interesting that the demand was a little higher for the Pelicans than it was for the Saints this weekend against the Rams. But you Final know, thoughts from Jason is a whole segment now. Yeah. Of course it is. Fuck, I'll whatever. I I, I am Check the point. one guy. Checkpoint. Hold on. Yeah. Do you realize how fast you were going, sir? Yes, I do. And there is an explanation for that. First of all, let me start off by saying, I, 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 you, 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 you. Yeah, Jason, fuck. Jason, yeah, fuck. We, need, we need a number, please. Yeah, six. That's fine. Okay, cool. No way. I, like, that's, no way. That's, okay. that's, that's, that's a little low. You're, you're, no, no, that's a little I'm low. not, on, no, please. I'm not. A six, a six is good. The I don't drink six. The, I, I don't drink during the game. But also, look, I am the one guy who is here. I am here for both teams. I'm the one guy who has tickets to both teams. So I have in the, the right in the whole city on this podcast. <laughs> I, 
There's a logistical uh, issue for me and James. Right, right. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously, one. right. And I, Wesley. Yeah, he's a fucking <laughs> Dallas fan. Fuck, Luca's great, but fucking. <laughs> it, but but if, if Luca ever goes hurt, they're screwed. So anyway, I am the one. I am the one guy who was here. I go to both games, both arenas. I am the one guy that you can say, you know what? What I say about these two teams, it matters. I'm the one guy who goes to both games. So, James, you have to title this. Uh, Jason is the heartbeat of the Dome Patrol. Like, I guess that's the name of the title. Of the show. I, I, I am editing what, it. What, what, I just Dome Patrol. Hang on, hang on. New Orleans hang, sports hang, fan base. Hang, hang on a minute. The one thing I need to ascertain from Jason now is is what actually is his final thought because I don't think we've got it yet. <laughs> no, we got it. Those were all his final thoughts. We got, He's just leveling every final thought that's in his head. Okay, yeah. Right. Ben, I am scatterbrained got, a little. I'm a little yeah, scatterbrained. A, a little bit. Ben, any final thoughts? Yeah, I've got a shitload of Budweiser sitting in a shed. I can't get rid of it. I was supposed to go to Qatar, uh, but they canceled <laughs> the order last minute. So if anyone wants any Budweiser, um, I'm selling it cheap. So contact me. I don't like Budweiser, but man, fuck Qatar. Wesley, final thoughts. I mean, it's fun to win a football game, um, especially against a team like the Rams. Uh, they're uh, to no surprise of anyone. Like, yeah, our our fans didn't necessarily travel well to the dome, but their fans did not either. Um, and their fans were really tame after they started Wait, losing. They, they have fans. Were pretty quiet. They don't have um, fans. But the uh, it's a nice nice to win. Nice to to beat the uh, beat the Rams. Um, and what's even better is like looking forward. And I don't know a lot about the Rams, but besides, they spend a lot of money and a lot of draft picks on their you know their star players. They're not going to build an offensive line through the draft anytime soon. They're not going to be able to pay to build an offensive line through free agency. Um, they can't trade first and second round picks for offensive linemen. They they might not have a way back to relevancy. Um, there might be a really really fast fall from grace for a Super Bowl um, team, unlike that we've we've maybe ever seen, um, without like a, a you know a quarterback retiring or something like that. Um, is, which is fantastic to see. I'm really happy about it. The is McVay going to quit? There's rumors that McVay might just quit. Well, like, last he, year, apparently, they had to talk him into come back. Like he's, he apparently has set a thing of he wanted to retire very early and he wants to be with his kids, but he also has apparently been offered a whole bunch of money to move into TV. The worst thing that they did was re sign Aaron Donald this off season to that big contract yeah. they should have just let yeah. him retire he, he's he, he'll sit there on a crappy team and you know still wreak havoc a little bit but uh, i feel so bad for 25 million a year yeah so mcveigh retire do tv for a couple of years and he'll come back out do a monster contract somewhere like sean it, like yeah te- te- teams will be desperate to hire him like they teams are going to be desperate to hire sean they are so scott i'm 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 Nervous with anticipation for this. You've built this up. Oh God, this is going to be the worst. I need to make not going to be bad as yours. I need, oh I need, I need to make an apology um, oh. to our listeners. Um, last week, I was talking about gonorrhea and talking oh. of. Wait, let me finish. And talking about. We're still talking about. She said no. Talking about how I compared being a Saints fan to gonorrhea and talked about how Al Capone had gonorrhea in prison. That's how he died. And I really need to apologize because I misspoke. It was actually syphilis that he died of. Oh, he lost some Testes. Testes. Um, One, two, three. Syphilis. syphilis. It was actually syphilis. syphilis that he died of. So I want to just apologize to all the people 
in our listening audience who may have gonorrhea or have had it at some point i didn't mean to insult you in any way shape or form um but to those who have syphilis you know y'all are gonna go crazy <laughs> if you don't get it treated so um i'm not naming any names but just saying I, I, can I just point out that you pointing downwards on my screen, you're pointing at my keyboard because you're bottom left-hand corner for my screen. No, oh, he, okay. was, he was pointing at his own dick. No, I'm pointing <laughs> I'm pointing to the person who's below me on my screen who, let's just say, doesn't have his camera up right now. <laughs> I assume yes. that's who you were you were pointing at, but, but this is why you were pointing at my keyboard. Sorry. No, anyway, was... anyway. Thanks for your final thoughts, Scott. It's, no uh, problem. Very, very, I'll do what I can. Appreciated. Yeah. No problem. Very much appreciated. Uh, the final thoughts went a bit went a bit random today. So anyway, that's all the show we have for you this week. So thanks for listening and downloading from all of your favourite places to get podcasts. And please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dome Patrol PCast and at Dome Patrol UK. Who that everyone? Bye bye, Scott Donkeys. Good night, Who that Nation. Just take a moment to smoke the joint once in a while